Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of hydrocele found under the renal section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A six-year-old boy presents to the pediatrician's office for a well-child visit. He has no complaints and enjoys going to school. He is tracking along well on his weight and height chart at the 60th percentile. His parents have no concerns. On physical exam, the physician notices a tense and non-tender mass in the scrotum. The mass transilluminates when the light is shown through it. His physician recommends waiting six months before deciding whether or not to proceed with a surgical correction. Let's continue with an introduction to hydrocele. Clinically, it is defined as a swelling in the scrotum due to fluid accumulation between parietal and visceral layers of the tunica vaginalis. There may be a communicating hydrocele, which is an incomplete closure of the processus vaginalis, and this accounts for most cases of hydrocele's in infants and children. There may also be a non-communicating hydrocele. This is a complete closure of the processus vaginalis. Remember that it is most often idiopathic, and it accounts for all cases of adult hydrocele's. With regards to the etiology, in adults and adolescents, hydrocele's may be caused by trauma, infections such as acute epididymitis or mumps, and tumors such as mesothelioma. Also remember that 10% of testicular tumors present with the hydrocele. The causes in infants and children which are congenital are typically due to an incomplete obliteration of the processus vaginalis. Moving on to the presentation, the main symptom will be a painless bulge in the genitals. On physical exam, one may note that the scrotum is non-tender, tense, fluid-filled, and enlarged. Also remember that in the case of a hydrocele, the scrotum will demonstrate a positive transillumination test. In terms of further imaging, ultrasound may be obtained and it is indicated only if the diagnosis is uncertain or if there is suspicion for a tumor. With regards to the differential, make sure to think about a varicocele, which will demonstrate a bag of worms appearance on physical exam. And in terms of treatment, conservative options include monitoring, this is indicated for six to nine months for small, non-communicating hydrocele's in adults. Also remember to monitor until after one year of age for communicating hydrocele's in infants. Operative options include a surgical hydrocelectomy. This is indicated if the hydrocele does not self-resolve during the monitoring period. Non-operative options include aspiration and sclerotherapy. This is indicated for patients wanting a less invasive option. Complications related to hydrocele include testicular damage and subfertility. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, remember that the natural history of the disease is that congenital hydrocele's usually resolve spontaneously by one year of age. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to hydrocele, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A four-month-old boy is brought to his pediatrician by his mother for a wellness exam. The mother reports that the infant has generally been well, but she has noticed a scrotal mass when she bathes him. However, the mass does not appear at night when the infant is asleep. She says that the mass does not appear to be painful to palpation. She denies any history of vomiting, colicky abdominal pain, or constipation in the patient. The boy was born at 37 weeks to a healthy 28-year-old woman via spontaneous vaginal delivery with no complications. His temperature is 99 degrees Fahrenheit or 37.2 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 80 over 65. 
pulse is 150 beats per minute, and respirations are 16 breaths per minute. On physical exam, there is a right-sided scrotal bulge. When a pen light is used, the scrotal bulge transilluminates. Which of the following is the best next step in management? And the answer choices are, choice one, abdominal radiograph. Choice two, aspirate the mass. Choice three, monitor. Choice four, prophylactic antibiotics. Or choice five, hydrocelectomy. The best answer to this question is, choice three, monitor. This infant's clinical presentation of an asymptomatic scrotal mass that resolves in the supine position and transilluminates is suggestive of a hydrocele. The best next step in management is to monitor the patient. A hydrocele represents a collection of fluid within the process's vaginalis. This fluid collection, in turn, results in a scrotal mass. This mass results from a failure to close the PV, termed a patent PV. This then allows fluid to pass, making it a communicating hydrocele. The patent PV usually spontaneously closes in the newborn, which then converts the hydrocele into a non-communicating hydrocele. The fluid within the hydrocele is typically reabsorbed by one year of age, making monitoring the best option in an otherwise healthy infant. If the hydrocele has not resolved by one year of age, then a hydrocelectomy is performed. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. An abdominal radiograph is not necessary for a patient without signs of bowel strangulation or incarceration. Choice 2. Aspirating the mass is not necessary for an asymptomatic hydrocele. Aspiration and injecting a sclerosing agent is typically reserved for adults who have a non-communicating hydrocele. Choice 4. Prophylactic antibiotics are not needed in this patient since the hydrocele will likely spontaneously resolve without complications. Antibiotics may be given if the hydrocele is infected, which is unlikely in an asymptomatic infant who is afebrile. Choice 5. Hydrocelectomy would be indicated if the hydrocele persists after one year of age. Finally, a bullet summary. Surgical intervention for a hydrocele in a healthy newborn would be indicated if it persists after one year of age. That's all for this review about hydrocele. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.